Gonzalez. And I'm Josh Edgington. And this is 8-Bit Movie Review, the podcast where we discuss movies, series, and all things video games. And today, to end our... Man, Josh, I'm, I'm fucking... I'm fucking it up. And today, to end our annual Sonic Madness Month, we discussed... Sonic to the movie. And that was too triumphant of music for the movie we just watched. Yeah, there. this everyone yeah. play the right music. Yeah. So, ladies and gentlemen, this is what we think of the movie. And good night. <sighs> yeah. So how how was this movie worse than the first one, Andrew? How could it have possibly been been worse? Uh, well, there's a lot. There's a yeah. lot, everyone. There's a, there's a lot that I can say about what was terrible about this movie. Um, they had all the pieces, but just didn't know what to do with it. Like this movie, just like missed every mark. Um, compared to the first one, I think what I hated most of it was because they had the opportunity to make a lot of um, references to the video game in this mm-hmm. one where the, in the other one, it was kind of just like they had the character of a Sonic going through this particular plot. They did the same thing in this movie, except that it was like, here are the things that you loved as a kid. And here are the things in the trailer that we showed you to get all excited that you're going to be like, Oh shit, there's the tornado. There's, there's Knuckles. There's the Chaos Emerald. Okay, so finally we're going to focus on the game. Nope. Not at all. It, no. it, like, I felt like I wasted money on this. You know, yeah. it, it was just... Oh, God, we're exhausted, folks. Like, I'm very tired um, walking out. And the movie was only two hours long, I think. Um, but, yeah, as Andrew said... It, basically what they what they wanted was they just wanted to make a kids movie yes and they made sonic the 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 character that's it they just wanted to make a pg kids movie and that's what they did because when you're a kid it doesn't really matter like you know it doesn't matter what the plot is a kid's not going to overanalyze it like like us you know luckily i did like that since it was a kids movie and there was just kids talking through the movie it was like oh we can just talk through the entire fucking movie we then. did and w- which we did we t- we did that i wish we could have recorded our conversations because it was just uh. basically we sat there calling every single thing that was going to happen in the movie um, it was another one of those. And I guess that's a pattern you see with uh, kids movies or movies targeted towards kids is that the plots are very there. There's not many twists and turns. It's not there's no great mystery. Uh, the things that you think are said or shown are there mainly to set up things that are also going to happen in the future of the movie. Um <sighs> And because they targeted this towards kids after the big old sigh, and because they targeted kids, they didn't target the people that, you know, 
also will see this movie, which are people that uh, grew up playing Sonic. The they Hedgehog. didn't. They didn't give a fuck about us. No. They didn't give. There was two there was, shits there, about there us. There was a couple. A couple. Ugh. A couple. So, of Easter eggs. But it was like lazy ones. Really very lazy. Fucking lazy. Um, really I can't f- even think of too many. Uh, I will say, let's see, the coffee shop that his, uh, Robotnik's henchman worked at was called Mean Beans or Mean Bean. Uh, as a reference to Robotnik's Mean Bean Machine game that everyone loved uh, and nobody hated, um, even because, though. But so they stupid. decided to make it like you know a coffee thing and make it for some reason Robotnik's got a thing about coffee. Uh, we'll get into it. Um, a quick summary of this movie is: after settling in Green Hills, Sonic is eager to prove that he has what it takes to be a true hero. His test comes when Doctor Robotnik returns with a new partner, Knuckles, in search of a mystical emerald that has the power to destroy civilizations. Sonic teams up with his own sidekick, Tails, and together they embark on a globe-trotting journey to find the emerald before it falls into the wrong hands. The movie was released on April 8th, 2022, and was directed by Jeff Fowler. Um, if movies, if you're, you know, not familiar with Jeff Flower, Fowler, I'm not that, you know, I'm honestly not that familiar with his. Uh, he's more famous for this movie called Gopher Broke, which is a gopher. It's, a, I believe, a DreamWorks film. Just stop. I don't need to know anymore. Uh, gopher and, yeah. Broke. Yeah, that he this he's mainly known for this movie at this point. Um, the box office, it di- I know it did break a um world record again, um with opening record of seventy uh, sixty seven million plus to start. What, what uh, world record did it break? Um, that it, doesn't sound like a lot of money. It, well, yeah, no, it. Well, I was getting into it, but you so fucking interrupted me. You know, you and your wittiness, fastness. What's the world record it broke, Andrew? Stop beating. Maybe it's the not bush. the world record. I don't know. I Sonic it broke the video game box office opening record with sixty-seven million to start in the opening weekend. Hmm. Um, I think it's like the first. You know. Uncharted didn't make more money than that. Um, Uncharted. You know, it's weird as I'm asking questions. I truly don't care about the answer. But we need, we should know <laughs> this. Well, this is our podcast. Uncharted. Ugh, fuck that goddamn movie. I know we discussed it when we talked about it. When um, yeah, I'm gonna edit all so we sound like we know what we're talking about. Let's see. I think they only made like 35 million open weekend weekend, but I believe Uncharted right now, when I last checked, um, I think it made a lot of money once it uh, premiered internationally. Usually, when it gets to like China and that, uh, movies usually start hitting that couple hundred millions. I believe. Yep, as of right now. And I don't know, this list looks like it's from March from what I'm looking at. But as far as I could see, it's number five as the top grossing video game movies of all time. Uh, Sonic 2 is probably from this list. I'm not seeing Sonic 2 really on it yet, but I'm pretty sure that Sonic 2 will definitely weasel its way probably into the top four. 
Well, good for that boring ass list. The the top movies, uh, the top five so far. Actually, I'm gonna do top six because a couple of these we've done is number one is actually uh, World of Warcraft, the CGI movie. It bombed here, but did really well overseas. Yeah. And then Pokemon Detective Pikachu, hmm. Rampage, okay. yeah, uh, the Angry Birds movie at number four, okay, Uncharted at number five. And then Prince of Persia, The Sands of Time at number six. Well, not a terrible list. Yeah. Bad, it will, the, that's, this is the thing. And this is what, you know, uh, is the problem with a lot of these movies. Um, because they're based off of nostalgia things, they're going to get the box office wins. They're going to, they're going to crush it. You know, it's, and it's going to seem like these movies are good, but this movie, like people are already raving about it, but it's got a 67 on Rotten Tomatoes and Metacritic. It's got 45%, which is really fucking low. It's the thing that like the box off at this point, production companies don't give a shit about how well these movies are done. And this movie is a total fucking totem to that. Like it's, it's, you could tell they just didn't give a shit. Like they just didn't care as long as they had the CGI goodies and that kids were going to be like, awesome. I want a Sonic plushie and all this shit because they, they did not give a fuck about the story. And it's like I said about the first one, and I'm going to say it about this one. You could have totally taken the story, created new characters or put different characters into this. And it still would have fit. Like it would have fit. Like it's just, they had an idea for a story and was like, Let's just shoehorn Sonic shit in it, in it and then make it happen. Yeah. But that's the thing. They didn't put in enough Sonic shit. I think companies, I, I think they just believe that a movie based on a video game can't be too accurate to the video game because that won't sell. I think that's their mindset. They don't think that the nostalgia of it to people like us will equal ticket sales. So they try to dumb the movie down and cater to i guess kids you know i mean that's that we were in a theater with just only children with their parents kids talking through the movie the whole time be like oh that's sonic and that's tails dad because he's got two tails two tails which is something they even say in the movie yeah yeah they wanted to explain it Uh, i'm guessing it's because you have two tails yep but I wanted to go back to the box office real quick. This is making good money right now. It is at $242.8 million. Uh, I believe they've already been greenlit for a sequel with Keanu Reeves possibly oh involved uh, playing as the um, as Shadow. Which, Spoilers. Spoiler alert, oh by boy. the way, people. Um, in the post-credit scene. Um, oh, and I got to remind myself. I've fallen. In the post credit scene, we see Shadow, which I got to remind myself at the beginning of this movie, which, come on, <laughs> I will put a, a spoiler warning at the beginning, but if you're listening to this, you have to know that there's going to be spoilers. We, we always talk spoilers. Yeah. Very rarely do we uh, actually not talk spoilers for movies. I think Batman was the only thing that we took. And we still talk. Yeah, we still talked. We still spoilers. talked about like the whole movie. We didn't like, talk about every twist, but yeah, you're right. Yeah, the, but this, there was just... This is Sonic 2. No holds barred, baby. One of the most iconic video games of all time. And honestly, they could have, like, I wish these production companies would just, these studios, I should say, like, would 
think about if they put the right things in here, they could triple their profits. Like, you know, we'll get it. Let's get into it. Like, you know, obviously the movie opens up. We're not going to go scene by scene, but opens up and we have the mushroom hill zone. Dr. Robotnik's been there for like a while. And I don't know. He somehow makes a machine that sends a beacon of light. He uses some of the parts from his crashed spaceship or whatever and makes like a beacon and then uses Sonic's quill power to summon Knuckles. Which they still... Through a portal. If you think in this movie, by the way, we're finally getting an explanation of um, Sonic, like why he is the way he is. No, you're not going to get that answer. Nope. Not at all. Um, But yeah... A portal appears. Knuckles comes out with people dressed in animal armor. I don't get it. They, just <laughs> we, get, they get marked and then they're never seen. Yeah, well, they're never seen again. And Knuckles picks up the quill and is like, where did you get this? So apparently, I don't know if they were familiar with Sonic or they knew who he was. Because apparently the major plot that we find out later is that the Echidnas... We're in war with the owl people, Longclaw, who in the first one was raising Sonic over the battle of the Chaos Emeralds. Uh, the Echidnas wanted to use it for power, and Longclaw says that nobody should have the Longclaw people, I guess I'm going to call them, says that nobody should have those powers, and um, they've been war- at war for years over it. Mm-hmm. When it seemed like when we saw... in the first one that they were in hiding, right? No, they, they were, they were attacked and that's why she sacrificed herself to get Sonic away because the echidnas were attacking. So, and that, and that's the attack that he was, he explains later to Sonic when he says that his, all of his tribe went and at the same time, both tribes wiped each other out. Sonic was the last of, Oh yeah, because she's the owl beak tribe and uh, knuckles with the last of the echidnas. So they just just suicide bomb everyone, and then everyone just died. Cause, sure, because that's what like you know knuckles and Sonic at some point have a moment while they also think they're enemies, and they're he's just like all my people went to to fight the last remaining of the the owl tribe, and they never came back. It's like okay, what. What happened to them? Did they I all... mean, it would have been an emotional part if Idris Elba was, wasn't was voicing Knuckles. Um, Idris Elba was basically just doing a Drax impression the entire movie. <sighs> just a person that doesn't understand sarcasm and speaks just very monotonely. Like, what? what is this cream of ice that you speak of? Is 100%. it a desert? Like with sand, so that was even fu- see that was even funnier than the the joke that was in the movie. It was funny when we first started seeing it, and then we were just like, Ugh. it was just a terrible Drax yeah. impression the whole time. Like he, the the him not getting jokes, but then him all being about being a warrior and like pride and all that stuff. And it was like honestly, it just seemed like Jeff Fowler was like trying to make a guardians movie with sonic um now this is the thing that i talked about heavily while we were in the movie theater and josh is going to greatly agree with me the thing that the the 
that they missed the most on that they totally dropped the ball on was the fucking music. Sonic music is such an icon within like, like not icon. Okay. Sonic music is such a staple within like the franchise. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, we discussed it in our earlier episodes of this month. It's just such like a huge thing and importance to fans of it. Like, you know, I, I, since we've been doing the music, I've been like humming chemical plant zone, like every day now. And, and it would have been so very easy for them to use, like even, even a snippet they're showing the sign, like Sonic is running past the sign for green Hills, going back to his house, play a snippet of green Hill zone. Okay. He's underwater at one point, actually drowning. Could you not have played that? Why not? They actually did do it later, but it was so composed and like so. They did it like kind of majestically and very slow. Yeah, I didn't hear it. You 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 had to really listen. The music was like more of a piano kind of like or like a violin. I don't remember being like boop boop. Like, I can't even, like, mouth it, but I was like... They didn't have to do uh, that. They could have just played... This is made by Sega. This is not a fan thing, fan-made thing. Which they show you at their Marvel title yeah, screen. Yeah, they got their Marvel title screen where they got Sonic snapping and the a- Infinity Gauntlet at the beginning. And, <laughs> uh, there's all the Chaos Crystals in the gauntlet. Uh, no, I mean, like, they, it's made by Sega. So they, they can use the sound effects. Uh, in the trailer, they use sound effects in one of the scenes where he's bouncing through this, like temple it's like this maze uh in the movie none of those sound effects are in there none of none them whatsoever. of them they did Why add video did game it? sound effects but it wasn't sonic <laughs> like it was... yeah see this i think the major problem is is that these directors and studios have such a disconnect from the video game community that they don't really understand like what they're doing wrong or really care honestly because like the VGM music is such like a it's huge it's you know bigger than i ever knew like you know um it is definitely vastly po- vastly popular around gamers and all they would have had to do is hire some VGM artists to come in and like punch up some like sonic songs and like yeah, do some modern remixes of of the Sonic t- themes, and they. Oh boy! All right, we'll just wait wonder if he likes Sonic. That kid, that kid was in the theater. I remember hearing that kid screaming. <laughs> That's Knuckles. He's an echidna. The Snickies. No, like I was saying, they could have hired uh, some sort of VGM artist, and they could have just done <laughs> Chiptunes remixes. They could have done VG remixes. And it could have just, you know, been modern takes on these songs. But they include the classic chiptunes melodies and can be used accordingly. Those little things would have added so much and would have made the things that fell short not feel as bad. What did I call at the very beginning of this movie when we were talking about them using themes? That they were going to stick it in somewhere like stupid, like a cell phone ring. Yeah. I was like, it's going to be some jingle. Like maybe you hear something on like a TV or maybe it's going to be like a cell phone ringtone. And it literally was a cell phone ringtone that went off. Yeah. 
The yep. main character, played by James Marston, had uh, it was just the main theme, right? For for Sonic? his yeah, that's all it was. I don't so, even remember if it was. Dun, 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 dun. It might. I think that's what it was. Um, but like, they had so many opportunities to just have the music. Instead, they were like, "Okay, here's our first shot of Sonic. We're gonna play Tricky. Play the Weekend. Oh, was it the Weekend? Yeah, no, no, that, no, no, no. You were right. It was Tricky. I'm just saying, like, we're gonna we're gonna cater to but people that played songs played like Sonic. That. Let's play Billie Eilish. I'm a bad Sonic. Yeah. Boom, boom. <laughs> they were like, we're gonna. We'll we'll put the oldie songs in, and this is where I said that like you know he they were kind of like doing like a a James Gunn type thing, but then they made sure to immediately follow those songs up up with newer songs, and like play those yeah. longer. So like every time they played an older song, they're like, oh, he, but here's a new song for you youngins. Like here here's Billie Eilish, you know, I'm eh. a bad hedgehog. <laughs> yeah, and <laughs> pretty sure Billie Eilish was that trailer for that bad guys movie. Though. Oh yeah, yeah maybe that's whatever. what it was. But she was probably in this too. She so. probably she probably voiced Tails, even though they got the original actress. Yeah, they which got- is fine. But who cares? It's fucking Tails. <sighs> that's the thing. Like that's another thing too. Like they got the original voice actor Colleen O'Shaughnessy, and like it that was cool. But then it's like, why didn't you do that for all the other characters? Yeah, where's Jaleel White? And it, okay, and if you're gonna stick with Ben Schwartz, that's fine. He's fine. He's, dude, he's fine. I love Ben Schwartz. He was great in the show I watched recently, After Party. But have Jaleel White come in as a cameo as someone that Sonic interacts with in a split second? Yeah. He runs by him. Stop. He's he's a he's a chili dog vendor. I. Million points. Do you think he wants more money though, or he's salt? I can see him. He doesn't being need salty. more. He's selling that Urkel weed now. True. Dude. Him and Snoop Dogg. Well, maybe that's why they want to. Dude, keep... he's. He, you know how I, I saw an interview with him recently, and he said he's still living so comfortably off uh, Family Matters royalties. He was probably smart about it too, because yeah. then also voicing Sonic. I think he did the games too, yeah. and like he probably he... put all that Family Matters money away. He's still sitting on it. He's Scrooge McDucking that stuff every day. Well, of his it's life. good because there's a lot of people that were his age that were famous, and now they're like sucking dick, but they're still making a lot of money. Well, I mean, you can make a lot of money. <laughs> you can. You can make a lot of money. <laughs> Believe me, I know. I mean, it, it, it's stuff like that. Like maybe, maybe they did try. Maybe they tried to get Jaleel White. But I that would honestly. I I just said. It I don't to think they think because like. You know, um, it would have been uh, so easy. It would have been so easy. It would have been so easy. And I'm sure he would have had fun doing it. Uh, I did appreciate the John Ralphio. Um, that was nice. Did. I did like that. At one point, Sonic, it, what was he talking about? Oh, he was watching a movie with the dog that we thought was killed at some point. And he's like, I don't want to watch Snow Dogs. He's like, because that movie is the worst. And we both were like, yeah. John Ralphio. We're yeah. the only ones in the theater that recognize that reference. And if some people aren't familiar with John Ralphio, he was a character in Parks and Rec. One of the best just like background type characters that would pop up every once in a while and just make everyone feel uncomfortable. He was just mm-hmm. the best, but he was also the worst. I didn't do it as good as Josh, but that's fine. But yeah. So, yeah, we. I think we only gave this movie like two positive points when we were in the theater like that was one of them that's not even a sonic reference 
And oh, and uh, later on when he swallows the bubble underwater, we're like, hey, that's from the game. What? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. That right there. Uh, <sighs> yeah. It, like the, it, I don't think we're going to I don't think we're going to ever get a video game movie going forward at this point where the 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 how scripted and formulated these are now we're not going to get one that tr ever tries to be accurate to the game i think detective pikachu was as close as we got and where and even just... that was that was pretty that still took its own view of pokemon intermingling with humans it still was separate from the game but it gave so much praise to the source material they pretty so much, much respect to the had source material. to because i believe um let me see what was the name of the oh and, yeah in detect in the detective pikachu basically the company that had the rights to the characters said we will not let you release this movie until we approve that these are accurate depictions and they don't look dumb and they don't interact stupidly with people well, apparently they told. Uh, I know. I heard recently that they told Rob Letterman, the director of Detective Pikachu, that like, you know, you're gonna do Red and Blue, like those two games, and he was like, okay, um, all right. And then the Pokemon company was just like, really gutting out like everything they should use, can use, like they wanted to make sure it worked, and then they were just like, never mind, you're gonna do Detective Pikachu, which is a game that not a lot of people played, but. Honestly, I think it worked better in that aspect. Mm -hmm. um, I also did get an update, update, and I know a lot of people are disappointed, but honestly, I'm a little happy about this. Because of the complications of directing Detective Pikachu between Nintendo Company, uh, Pokemon Company, and you know the director, and I believe, what was it, Universal? Um, who did Detective Pikachu? I don't know. Maybe it was Universal. Let's see. We should know this stuff. Legendary Pictures. Well, whatever. The studio that worked with them, there was just a lot of things like involved also with Warner Brothers that they're not going to go ahead with a sequel to Detective Pikachu as, as of right now, which I'm happy with because honestly, I thought it was good for what it was. A sequel I don't think would do that movie any, any justice. And... Uh, it should be a standalone. Let's just leave it alone. He became Robert, not Robert. He became Ryan Reynolds again. Rob Reynolds. He became like you know. You're Ryan Reynolds. What now. is he gonna be turned into Pikachu again? Like I gotta go back in Pikachu's body. Yeah. <laughs> it just, it just wouldn't make any sense. So it's, I'm glad on that aspect. But, um, it's it's true to what you said. Like you know, I'm curious on how much Sega really had pull in this i don't think they did i think they just took the check yeah they're not a they're not a company anymore when when and when i say that i i don't i mean they're they're more like an entity that's now owned by nintendo and, just, and nintendo was probably like oh you just want to use the the likeness of these characters and yeah cut us 15 percent. you can do whatever the fuck you want we don't want any control over it we don't care how accurate it is um sell it to kids yeah, sell it to kids Save so we can make money. Um, yeah, throw knuckles and tails in there so we can sell stuffed animals. And as you can see, and just like by the way, most of the games are going. Sega's just bank cashing in on Sonic as much as they can. That's yeah. like yeah, that's all they're doing now. I that's think. all they have really is just Sonic, and 
They're just trying to keep afloat and just make money off that. And they're making money off the kids and stuff like that. It's just, it's just sad because you know Sonic Two. There's, there's so much they could have done. There's so much they could have done. The music, um, even the zones. We did get one zone, I guess. The what? secret temple zone. Oh. Though I thought it was called Hidden Temple Zone. So at the beginning of this movie, after this whole robotic bullshit we get, we get like an opening scene where Sonic is trying to stop a bank heist or um, the heist of a money truck, a bank truck, and is doing, the joke is he's doing a terrible job at it. Yeah, he's just really, really bad and makes things way worse. Yep, and nobody seems to be freaking out that there is a blue humanoid creature talking. Well, I think at that point he's already like what happened in the first one obviously was made known to people. So they would have some knowledge that there is a alien that looks like that on the earth. Um, yeah, it's just still stupid. The writing in this was just so lazy. There was a lot of lazy writing um, you know, they, they say that Sonic's been trying to be like Batman and trying to save the, like be a hero. Um, and then like, I don't know. I feel like that doesn't really much go anywhere. I guess it does towards the end, but then like, you know, even the actors seemed exhausted a little bit, even themselves, like, you I know, mean, yeah. speaking of them, like. Most of them, except Jim Carrey, were terrible at acting with something. Oh, yeah. The, so fucking bad at it. We get like a father-son boat scene with Sonic and James Mardson. And like James Mardson, just, he just seems like he's talking to himself. Like the way he's just like, he's just like, um, Sonic, you really need to, you can't be a hero. You got to be responsible. And it just like, his... uh, James, can we take a second take? It's like, no, no, no. I got another movie. I got to go to. Exactly. Like his eye line wasn't there. It was just like, he didn't know what he was doing. Yeah. Which James Mars and his character. And then like, um, Tyga Sumter who played Maddie, which was like his wife. Like she, they, they were, they were pointless characters. They were pointless. We had this whole like, B story going on where um, the caretakers of Sonic, Tom and Maddie, uh, Donut Lord, which I forgot was a whole fucking thing in the first one, they go to a wedding in Hawaii and like leave Sonic alone. I and think that, it was her sister. Her sister's the person they tied up in the first one, right? From yeah, LA. Who like hated Tom. Yeah. Like hated. And he's, and it was funny because when we get, so I also want to bring this up because when they go to the wedding, they decide to go by ring travel, which if you have not seen the movies and you're just watching this, they portal to different worlds. You just got to think of the world. You throw the coin and then you'll be you can go through it and go to where you want. And Sonic decides to help them out by giving them a ring to go to Hawaii. That's where this this fucking wedding is, which would mean they have instant teleportation to go to Hawaii. So that happens. And then, like, almost the whole day goes by where Sonic's doing all these weird shit because he's by Basically himself. just partying. Partying and, just and destroying the house. Playing cameo songs. Not cameo songs, but they're just, like, little just songs. Dance songs. It doesn't and matter. And 
quoting old movies, like yeah. doing the whole what was risky, uh, business, risky thing. big yeah. business thing. And yeah, then, as soon as it started, we're we're just like, oh, when's the risky business thing? Up, oh, it's immediate. Happened immediately before I even finished the sentence. The risky business, this iconic Tom Cruise sliding across yep. the floor in his socks. And James Marsden then calls like Sonic hours later, and he's like, "We just got here." It's like we no, just landed. You didn't that? And I was gonna bring that up because you were talking about how poorly written this was, and that was my prime example. Is he? They waited several hours. It is now nighttime where Sonic is. He's partied. He's destroyed the house, and now he's calling to say, "We have landed." What do you mean you've landed? You took a fucking portal there instantaneously through the portal that we could see. We see the fucking hotel in Hawaii. 100%. I was just going to say, you see the hotel in the ring. Like, they they would have just popped out of nowhere, people being like, because it's Hawaii, so there's people everywhere, and just be like, oh, shit, where'd you come from? Be like, nothing... We're going to this wedding where my um, my wife's sister is getting married to someone who is completely out of her league. Oh, yeah. I mean, as soon as I saw I, I that guy looked familiar. I think he was on like ER or something. He, he's or actually like, uh, like a soap opera guy. Or Shimar something. Moore. Uh, he is from Mindhunters, um, which okay. is like, I think, an ABC show. It's been on for a while. He could have been on ER. I wouldn't be surprised, but he plays like. The sexy black detective on on yeah. Mine Hunters, and when we say like, listen, we know we're not catches, but we uh, we have eyes. Oh, if you saw, <laughs> if if you're familiar with Shimar Moore, whoo, he is a hunk. Like he's not someone that would be dating someone that like the if you're if you've seen the first Sonic that this woman would be dating. It's it's so weird because they have a scene. Where they're trying to pretend James Marston is some, like a chunky oh, old God. guy. Like they just they play him up as like a, the fat dork of the movie, and they're playing volleyball, and it's just this the the the, the black guy character and all of his friend his buff friends are always working out, and they're all all shirtless, all glistening, just poning James Marston. The and like. Meanwhile, James, James Marsden, yeah, he like flexes and he's got guns too. He's he's, he's cut. Ripped. Yeah, he's practically busting out of his Hawaiian shirt, and he's just but like trying to play it up. That he's like he's the I'm fat nerd. Shape. It's like oh no, you're not out of shape. No, you're not. His wife is out of shape. His fiance's out of shape. This whole wedding thing was just it took away from the movie. It was like we jumped into a Jane, like no, we jumped into a Tyler Perry, Perry movie all of a sudden. And it was like, what the fuck is going on? I, I will tell you right now why they had that scene. There's three reasons they had the wedding in there. One, they wanted to have some sort of Sonic destroys something beautiful scene. They wanted to have more destruction at the hands of Sonic to show that he's ir- irresponsible and he's not a hero. A, and that's not even the most important part. B, they needed a reason to be able to hijack a plane so Tails could get a plane. And lo and behold, there's a plane that flies and says, like, congratulations to these fucking two chomos uh, getting married. And this was something I called at the beginning where we, they were like, Hawaii. I was like, oh, Hawaii is going to be like the majority of the end of the movie. Yeah. And Which then, it was. Uh, yeah. And then the third thing was that just by happenstance, the 
master emerald that they're trying to find that contains unlimited power is found is found just offshore of the the hotel that they were staying at in Hawaii. Just offshore. Just offshore. Coincidentally, too, because Sonic didn't have any more rings to teleport anywhere, so he would have been fucked if it wasn't within running distance. It's just it's plot devices. It's, it's that's just, all. That's all that Hawaii thing served. And plot the, devices. Again, with the laziness on things too, and I understand it's a kids' movie, so they have to keep the time and pacing, you know, to a certain manner. But like, dude, you know, you how, know how much of a kids' movie is this? Because she made a joke about waxing her bush. Yeah, that's true. I think that was unscripted. I think uh, it seemed like she was trying to be funny, and I was like, I'm so sick of this woman. Which, no offense to Tasha Rothwell, like, I don't know what else you're in, but you 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 did you in this, and I, that's I, fine. I'm, I'm over the that stereotype of uh, overweight black women. I'm an overweight black woman. I'm uh-huh. extra sassy, and I'm yeah. bitchy. Like, it's like, I don't like on. that. I don't like that trope. It's no. Boring, and no. Th- they, can, they can do better. You're they better could've... than that, black people. But again, they're like, oh, kids will love this. So, of course, well, all this shit, this terrible B storyline that, of course, everything comes together at the end. Um, you know, he Sonic obviously gives them a ring for the ride home, which, hmm, I wonder what's going to happen with that ring. It's, everything was so fucking, like, you could call it. Like, Josh and I called everything throughout this fucking movie. Yeah. And it was ridiculous. Of course, Dr. Robotnik comes house, trashes this house. Comes comes house. Dr. Robotnik comes back, trashes their house. We do not see this dog that that has been in the movie, that Sonic has been spending time with. I thought this dog was dead because they destroy the house. And then, like, no one comes home because everyone else is in Hawaii. And Sonic runs away with Tails because Knuckles almost beats the shit out of him. He almost does. He does. No, he does beat the shit out of him. But then Tails hits him with a car. And he doesn't stop it. Yeah. Um, This movie, uh, also this movie suffers from the trailers being very misleading. Like a lot of the lines and scenes you see in the trailer are actually in different places. Like a lot of the like, what do you mean? I need your power like that. They showed that in a temple in the trailer. That's just in the guy's backyard. That scene happens there. Very stupid lines from the trailer are just in different places. I mean, we it's it's a classic thing that they do with trailers where like uh, one good example is like Infinity War, the different takes that people use, like the Peter Parker one, like. Oh, hi, I'm Peter Parker. It's like, I'm Doctor Strange. It's like, oh, we're using our made-up names. Well, then I'm Spider-Man. In the movie, it's a completely different take, but it's the same line. It's the same thing with this. It's different takes of the same lines or different versions of the same scenes. I guess because they want to try to hide something, even though most of, like, what was there really to hide? Nothing, really. No. There's no big twists. Because there wasn't really anything. The trailer did get me excited because they showed a lot of things from the original game, but then it just fell so flat. Yeah. And yeah, the writing's also very bad. We've already said that. We had a ton of exposition dumps in this. Yeah, Tales was a very big exposition dump. Um, Which wasn't didn't really go anywhere. Nope. Um, 
Want to explain how uh, how Tails knows all about Sonic? Oh, I guess because when Sonic ran the bases in the first movie really fast, that got all the way to Tails's planet, which we don't know where they don't. And he say. admitted to watching him in the shower. Uh actually, he said that was a trick question when he said, "Even in the shower," Sonic said. And Tails goes, "That's a trick question because Sonic the Hedgehog only likes bubble baths." That's fine. He's still in a shower. Even if he's sitting down in a bathtub, he watched. He saw his dick. Yeah, the 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 the, the blue chubber. <laughs> no, it's a blue bomber. The blue ah oh, fuck, that was way better. That was way better. <laughs> but yeah, you know it. It's a lot of things didn't make any sense. Like um, you know, we obviously I thought it was cool that we got the tails flying and stuff. So after like the house is destroyed, um. Knuckles is following them because yeah, I guess Knuckles would be fast too. And Tails is driving a car. Apparently, everybody these these creatures know very well how to drive a car, even though that like they can't reach the pedals. Tails obviously had some sort of contraption for the pedals, and they crash the car to get rid of Knuckles and then fly away. And then I believe they fly to a different country. So like Tails carried Sonic. To another country. Yeah. And if you play the games, Tails can't carry you for very long. Yeah, but he can in this movie. Oh, yeah. Because it's a movie. Time to go to Siberia. Fly me there, you little bitch. Now, this this was fucking bonkers. So they go to this bar in Siberia where we already had a bar scene in the first movie. Yeah, I mean, the only thing we're not mentioning is that before this... Uh, Tails had let loose that he is a protector of the oh, yeah. Master Sorry. Emerald, which is a amalgamation of this the Seven Chaos Emeralds, and it grants ultimate power. And I guess Sonic is the key to finding it, and he, Sonic has no idea why. Uh, but they do know that the compass or something to find it is located in a mountainous region of Siberia. So continue. <laughs> Oh, you sound like that fake uh, tape that Sonic left to try to trick. <laughs> a lot of fart jokes in this movie. A lot of fart jokes in this movie. Yeah, the nod to um, See, that part was actually Ferris funny Bueller. to me. Yeah, that was funny. That was funny because the, the doll kept getting more and more messed up and it was more and more obvious that it was a tape. That's funny. Everything else wasn't funny. Yeah, it was just, it just didn't, a lot of it didn't make sense. A lot of it was okay. So they find the place for the map to find the compass, Andrew. And what, what happens? What brilliant thing happens in this part that actually takes like 10 minutes of the movie? I almost felt like 20. I don't know. It just felt like to go on so long. I'm like, what is going on? So they go to this bar. They're like, you know, everyone's acting gruff and stuff. Tails using this translator machine that's, oh, it's saying everything differently, of course. And then everyone gets mad, takes off their clothes because they're wearing a disguise. And nobody, and they're like, there's monsters. Let's burn them in the fireplace. And then Tails says some sort of word. I don't know what it was. It was some sort of, um, it was a word. It basically <laughs> just meant dance, dance contest. Battle. Dance battle. <laughs> dance battle. And we got like Russian da- dancing. And yeah, like that a- classic like 
Russian da- like kick dancing, you know, I, and I'm pretty sure most people know what we're talking about. Like, okay, have you ever played Tetris, the arcade game in between levels? The guys in the middle of the screen would go, would do that. That dance. And that was really good. Or if you ever seen Pinocchio. Sure. That too. They, they do them that. It's a video game podcast. <laughs> we were talking about fucking Pinocchio. Fuck Pinocchio, that bitch. But then, uh, of course, Sonic to like you know battle. This would have been another time, like time, like they could have used the Spin Dash song, like or something like that. Instead, they're like Bruno Mars, baby, and they do like what a Bru- screams Sonic the most? Bruno Mars. That's down for that ice cold Michelle fight for that white gold. And everybody's like. Oh my god, even though the people doing the that Russian dance, they were Way fucking better. Oh my god. I'm like, oh, they really got a dance they troupe. Were synchronized, just... they were on point, everyone was nailing it, and then we get cheesy like Fortnite dances from Sonic and Tails. Yeah. And they're using like holograms and it's like they're, so basically they're cheating. And uh and then everyone's like, Yeah, they won. That's like, no, they didn't. In By reality, a, while they didn't all win. this is going on, we're seeing the map go around the bar. Someone's wiping glasses with it. And like, <sighs> this map, though, we didn't even really get into it. This map, Sonic had in Sonic 1, and with a feather in it, it would look at it constantly. And Tails brings it up. And all of a sudden, this map not only glows in a hologram of long claw comes and goes by the way this is this is the meaning of everything and like if you ever see this it's like wait a minute why'd this never happen and now sonic's realizing oh these are places on earth on this map this map i've stared at every day of my life contemplating who yeah. i am yeah the great protector of the master emerald um we c- somehow thought it was a good idea to a put the master emerald on earth b send someone there to protect it that didn't know where it was and then reveal where the location of that is or how to find it to that person plus a rando uh because there's just a random dumb human character in there that says stupid things for comedic effect ghostbusters reference (laughs) and uh instead of just you know, don't tell anyone that it's on Earth and no one would ever have fucking known. End yeah. of story. End of story. It's protected. End of, end of story. End of story. Never tell Sonic why you sent him to Earth. And no one ever finds But the then they really world. they really wanted to bring the map back so that we can do the this whole scene where the map's going around the bar while everyone's dancing, and then it's off on one of the after someone wa- cleans a glass with it. I think somebody blows their nose into it, and then uh, the Russian guy's dancing, and it's on his shoe, and then he puts it down his pants. And Sonic's like, go get it, Tails. Don't they say reach down there? So aren't people chanting? Reach with your mouth. <laughs> uh, but they win, eyes. and of course, like, uh, Dr. Robotnik and Knuckles show up, and then we get a nod to Sonic 3. Snowboard, like this whole snowboarding thing. We mm-hmm. get like uh, Sonic snowboarding, which Josh brought up something which made a lot more sense. <laughs> yeah. He's so he's actually you bring it up, Josh. He's snowboarding down the hill, and you said to me, "Yeah, they're basically um, they they found what did they find? Did they find the the emerald? Or they no, they found the compass, they right? Found the that compass. Temple? That's right. They yeah, go yeah. to the ice, and then Robotnik place. and uh, uh, the Knuckles. Knuckles shows up. I kept wanting to call him the Echidna. 
the echidna, um, the fucking echidna shows up and and then they chase them down a, a mountain um and he snowboards down for some reason and i was all i said to you was like um sonic's the fastest thing in the universe he could just run way fucking quicker than this which is true he could have but they didn't do that yeah it it didn't make any sense and knuckles is like well i'm gonna snowboard too and they both go down it's the winter soldier <laughs> Yeah, and they made a Winter Soldier reference. Like, I wonder, is that where most of the budget went? Because this is the thing, too, that Josh and I talked about in the movie theaters. There was some shots, especially, like, with CGI. Like, you were talking about, so they find this compass within, like, this ice place. And when it gets thrown, the CGI they did for the compass was fucking garbage. And then we get a scene, like, four minutes later of Jim Carrey, like, Obviously, sitting on a stool on a on a high a high point in front of a green screen, pretending that yeah. Knuckles is hanging on to his uh his little egg flying thing. Yeah, that I think that's that's where the worst CGI was in this movie. Um, because a lot of the CGI was was good. You, you obviously you know that like Sonic and Tails aren't there, but when it's a real environment with real people and they are there and they're interacting, it's not that bad. But then in this scene where they're clearly they're not in Siberia, they're not in a, mount, a wintry mountainous area. So that CGI, then we have Knuckles CGI, then we have Jim Carrey in his circle, circular floating robot ship, which is also CGI. And then he is floating there and it's it's so noticeable and so bad. It's 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 again, I keep bringing up Infinity War. It's exactly like having Bruce Banner in that Hulkbuster armor, all you see is a floating head and it looks fucking weird. That's what this was. It was Jim Carrey floating head and shoulders and him talking and then everything else is CGI and it is incredibly distracting. Yeah, there was a lot of things with the editing. I was like, oof. It's like, don't you have a big budget? But now most of that budget probably went to that Pantera song they fucking threw in there randomly for two seconds. It was, ugh. yeah. So yeah, we get this fucking stupid scene. And then, uh, of course, as they're going down the hill, there's too many robots. Uh, Sonic's about to perish. And this is where the whole wedding thing fucking had to come in. Yeah. Um, you know, Sonic calls, and this is, you know, how about you describe this scene, Josh? Yeah, this is exactly what we I called early in the very movie, that they weren't going to use the songs or themes or sound effects from Sonic in any way that would make sense. They would do it in a campy way, like the Sonic theme would be a ringtone. And that's exactly what it is. Sonic is Sonic has Tails, who's been knocked out. He's being He's being chased by an avalanche down a mountain. Zoinks, right? And uh, he's calling James Marston, who's at a wedding during the vows. And he's like, you need to use your the ring I gave you to save me because he conveniently dropped every single fucking ring he had. And then we get the whole thing where it was so clearly set up from the beginning. James Marston accidentally interacted with the ring bearer and left the Sonic ring and took one of the wedding rings. Well, this is what happened, and this is one thing that makes no sense in fucking movies. Now, I'm getting married, and I know, like, the ring is the most 
important thing, and that wasn't a humble brag or anything, by the way. But like, yeah, that was. This was this typical where the niece of them comes and goes. Do you have the ring, Uncle Tom? And Tom's like, oh, yeah. And it's like, why does he have the fucking ring in his pocket? The wedding ring for the whole ceremony he has in his fucking pocket. And he gives to his niece, plays a trick with it behind her ear, thinking that. And I call that. I'm like, yep, that's not the wedding ring. It's probably Sonic's ring. And gives it to her. It's like, why would he have the ring? It's like in movies where they're like, do you have the ring? Oh, no. And it's like, no, I feel like that shit would be like on lockdown. Yeah, it, it is normally. Um, but then why we wouldn't be able to have fun with it. Yeah. But yeah, sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt. You no, no, that. you please do. I'm I'm sleepy. Um, <laughs> yeah. So uh, if you can guess it, uh, he. They just wanted snow and Sonic Hawaii. And tails to the wedding and then they'll. Basically, an avalanche hits all the guests and kills everyone. And then, who? big twist. Every single person there, including the groom, is a FBI agent who was trying to capture Sonic. And then we spend too much fucking time with these people. Like, it's like all of a sudden we get, like, you know... We get a stupid rescue mission. Barracuda playing in the background. and Yeah, and... Between the it, sister Tammy, the sister's and uh, rescue Rachel mission. Go, yeah, Rachel. Um, it, it it goes on for way too long, and they're trying to figure out how Tails's gadgets work so they can use them to save people. Which you never see these fucking gadgets ever in the game. No, never. These are made up fucking thing. Again, back to you. This, don't even th- see Tails use these things no. in the movie. No, like he. I know from oh the gun. I'm sorry, he did use the gun later on in the in the final scene. Still, he never has a gun. Shadow has a gun <laughs> in one of the games. Have a gun. You're right. Like he he does have gadgets and stuff, and that's later on what they wrote tales for kind of being is he's the Donatello. Yeah, he's the Donatello, 100. percent But this, what else did they have? It was a gun and these weird little like or something that boomerang uh, propelled people up into the air. That guy should have been dead. He should have been dead. But he fell, and he's like, oh, sir, Tails is loose. We're under attack. under attack. It's like, dude, you're dead. You have to be broken in half, at least on the inside. Um, yeah. So they free them, and then they, they go to the temple. Which Knuck- Knuckles eyes. and Dr. Robotnik are already there. And yeah. this, now this I kind of felt like was kind of it reminded me a little bit of the game but not really yeah um josh yeah, I, did, I get yeah i i agree and this is pretty close not but you did bring up something that i was like huh i didn't think of that so this temple was underwater yeah. it was <laughs> yeah it was dry as a fucking bone when they yeah, walked it's kind of funny uh <laughs> it's actually really funny so they parted the red sea basically they pulled the old moses to get to this master emerald. And then they're going through all these booby trapped mazes and everything's just bone fucking dry. And I'm like, wasn't this just underwater? This was just underwater. Why isn't this? Yeah. And it was, it was just Dr. Robotnik and knuckles going through them and doing zany stuff. Yeah. Ham, like, hamming it up for the camera. At this point, Jim Carrey was very annoying to me. Like, I don't know <laughs> when that, when that scythe goes by and he's like, Ooh, Good thing it didn't trim my mustache. And he looks down at his dick. It's 
something. <laughs> like I guess he he he, he does look like a little bit more Doctor Robotic, but they didn't even do much with his sidekick, which they made to sure that he had his reintroduction, and then they he just sat in the coffee shop the whole mm-hmm. episode, which was like apparently Doctor Robotic set up this when he did right before he disappeared, set up like this whole fucking office secret base, I guess secret yeah. base, and had still had a satellite. That the U.S. government didn't know about with a bunch of his shit in in the sky. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So So basically, this is where we get to the point where Knuckles realizes that um, Robotnik was just using him. He's like, I thought we were friends. And and again, because of the poor writing, we called that this was going to happen, that there was going to be a team up with Tails and Knuckles and Sonic. Because earlier in in the movie, we had... The one, again, a scene at the fucking wedding where, uh, I guess, 10 out of 10 black guy is shirtless weightlifting with his buddies and drinking champagne. And James Marston is just like, that's what Sonic needs is some wingmen. He needs some friends. It was I, funny. I, I, Josh was like, <laughs> was like, oh, that's what Sonic needs. And Josh was like, a bunch of black shirtless black guys. <laughs> <laughs> that's all it was. Okay. A bunch of shirtless, glistening black dudes that are all jacked. That's what he 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 would like. Sonic would really like that. I found found some magazines under his bed. <laughs> they didn't open up, but <laughs> well, like some pages Oh, Oh boy. So when Sonic gets to the temple, we finally see Sonic like doing Sonic things. Sonic wasn't really like running, doing a lot of fast things in this. It was weird. Like it was more of like they just really wanted to show that like, oh, he's like a big brother to Tails. And it's just like, okay. But then again, we I felt like we did not spend a lot of time with those two characters to get some sort of bond. Well, they flew all the way to Siberia. So that, <laughs> that took at least a month. They had a lot of time to. Oh, that's bond. so true. That's so true. It was cool seeing the Chaos Emerald, though. I was like, okay, that looks cool. But then something happened that really fucked me up in the brain where I was like, oh, they, this is where I'm like, they don't fucking care. They did something that, th- th- like, there's something they could have done so fucking easily, but decided not to with what happens here. So the Chaos Emeralds there, Dr. Robotnik betrays Knuckles and goes to take the Chaos Emerald, and he absorbs it himself. Now, if you're familiar with the video games, Dr. Robotnik is always going for the Chaos Emeralds so he can generate more machines, like gain their power and put them into machines and run like his facility. He always uses the Chaos Emeralds to power and create the robots that he uses to fuck with the world always he doesn't absorb the fucking power so be- he becomes a superhuman this was so stupid gamers this was so fucking lazy and so fucking stupid his clothes change black and green because the chaos he start, emerald yeah, he starts floating everywhere and talking with auto tune in his voice oh, all the time and he's able to just he's basically just scarlet witch at this point he's just like dematerializing machines and tanks and creates a big old robot which is the final boss in Sonic 2 which i was like cool it's not that tall though 
I saw it in, tra- in the trailer, and I was like, oh, this is really cool. I'm glad they're doing that. And then when I saw it in the the trailer, I mean, in the movie, I was kind of like, oh, okay. <laughs> and again, the writing, Josh, the fucking writing. What did I say to you in the movie theater? Because, like, so... He he said many things. He can build he can build shit. So he's tearing apart trains. He's te- he's murdering people as he's doing this too. Like yes, very subtle absolutely. about it. Taking cars because we didn't go too much into it. We just said like yeah, he absorbs the chaos emerald. He can teleport. He has yeah, abilities. Teleports. It's fucking weird. It's exactly what you said. He becomes Scarlet Witch, just green, and he's. He's ripping vehicles and stuff apart, and then he's, like, building his thing. But the way he controls it is he's floating in the middle of it and, like, moving his body, and the machine will move the body. Except when he needs missiles to be shot, he asks his assistant, Stone, to shoot the missiles. But he's like, I don't know how to do this. And and then he goes, Dr. Robotnik goes to sit on his lap and does it. But it was, and then later just shoots missiles mentally. Like, I don't know why they did the two being like, it'll be funny if he sat on his lap and shot the missiles by the keyboard. But then we'll just have Dr. Robotnik just do it mentally while he's controlling. Like, I know fans are probably like, what is he ranting and raving about? If you see it, you'll know what I mean. Like, he's just floating in the center and everything he does, the robot does. But for some reason, for one moment, can't shoot missiles without using the keyboard. But then later continues to shoot missiles without the keyboard. Don't know why they did it. I wonder if it's just poor writing. I think, you know, I, I'm going to dissect this be, episode. Yeah. I'm going to count how much times we've said poor writing into this movie. I know I've said it at least four times. <sighs> All right, let's just power through, Andrew. <laughs> I'm so tired. I need a nap before I go to sleep tonight. <laughs> uh, I mean, we're, yeah. So, cool. He... Oh, uh, Sonic distracts. Oh, we get the team up and yeah, we get we just like in Guardians, they find out that they're not better as one, but better as a team. Yeah, that thing. And then Sonic distracts Mecha Egg, and and then the Echidna guy comes in and he and he punches (laughs) fucking knuckles. He punches the Chaos Emerald right out of Jim Carrey. Yeah, sure. And uh, and then and then Jim Carrey still is able to control the mech um, because why not? And then right before Sonic gets crushed and James Marston and then his black wife do too. Sonic does something. What does he do, Andrew? He will first the Chaos Emeralds. Yeah, the Master Emerald. And they're just like. Oh no, <laughs> the, we're gonna die! And they're about to get stepped on, and they're all like hugging each other. And he's like, "I, I love you, Maddie. I love you, Tom." And they're like, "No, he actually what he says is, I love you, Mom and Dad." And they're like, "Oh, we love you too, kid." And then they're about to step on, but of course, I, I even whispered to Josh, "I'm like, it's gonna be love." Love is what brings the the Chaos Emeralds back together. And sure enough, right before they get stepped on, they start to glow right after, like, we love you, Sonic. And then he becomes supersonic, which we knew it was going to happen in this. Like, oh, come on, it's the sequel. 
Um, Sonic 2 is, I believe, when they introduce Super Sonic, which was kind of a nice nod. Um, And yes, that's just what happens. And it pretty much sums up the end of the movie, which I forgot. We forgot to reference, um, backtracking a little bit, Josh, we're in there in the robotic robot. Like the robotic robotic robot, huh? The ro- the giant robotnik. What what is um when the guy's uh stone is like, I don't know how to do this. Dr. Robotnik says, Well, did you read the manu- manual? Oh, God. And then later when he asks him to do something else, Stone goes, Yeah, we'll do that. It's like I he's I like read I read it in the manual and he holds up like a game a Sega Genesis guide. But obviously it says like something different in yeah, it, it to says say robotic instruction manual for the thing, but it looks exactly like a oh, yeah. Sega Genesis. If you're kids guide. of the eighties like us in early nineties, you know what that fucking Sega manual looks like. And yeah, yeah we saw that and we're like, Oh too little too late. I guess bastards. I guess you're trying. Like mm-hmm. not good enough. Yeah. Not good enough. But Sonic saves the day and Jim Carrey disappeared. And Knuckles but... and him are friends because we didn't mention it. Uh, oh, yeah. Sonic saved him from drowning, drowning. which then uh, Knuckles saved him from drowning. Yeah, I'm just going to cut fine. it off. Yeah. Um, you're right. <laughs> they, that, they that they did that, and that's when we saw they the bubble eating. The bubble. That was another thing, and I popped that in last minute because that's after you said like, oh, "You tried too late." It's like, oh, now we're gonna try to do slight Sonic references. Like, no. <sighs> they could have took such big hits at more important stuff, but they they saved them for the little things to just be like, "Oh, yeah, this is a big video game, video game movie," yeah. and it just ends on. Hey, Sonic has friends now, and he's got a family, and now they're going to do stupid stuff, and we're going to keep with this fucking Drax uh, Knuckles comparison. Knuckles where he's like, what is this baseball. ball of base that you game you play? Why am I so good at it? What? What? Does this ice cream has grapes in it? I'm like, oh, fuck off. Poor Idris Elba. Such he a- was black Superman. He doesn't deserve this. Like... Don't get me wrong. I love the Fast and Furious um, franchise, and I think I ho- I thought Hobson Shaw was fucking awesome. Uh, they're they're uh, they're awesome bad movies. That's why I love them. He's a good actor, and he is such a unbelievable actor. And it just he was the best character on the office. Like I can see um, doing the like Hobson Shaw because it's a Fast and Furious franchise. He's gonna make a fuck ton of money. Like he's gonna make a ton of money. But this just like like. I don't know how anybody can read and be like, so we're ripping off Guardians. Mm-hmm. 100% that's yeah. what we're doing. Because that's what they did. Yeah. That's 100% what they did. Yeah, I, he, he played a uh, a warrior, a buff warrior character who doesn't understand sarcasm and is an alien. So they don't understand human culture or references. That's what Drax is. He says things matter-of-factly. He makes references wrong, and that's what Knuckles does in this movie. Yeah. Granted, it's Idris Elba, so some of them are funny, and most of them aren't funny. By the end, that last scene you were telling me about, I was exhausted. I was just like... So sad by the end. I'm like, this is 
can we just finish this? Can we just finish this fucking movie? And then I was so happy that I looked it up as the credits were going to look up. I'm like, please don't tell me it. Cause we're doing this for the podcast. So if we have to sit through all the credits to see the post credit scene, we have to fucking do it. And it was like, Nope, there's only one post credit scene and it's after the animated credits, which was terrible. <laughs> terrible. There was only one point that actually looked like the actual like um it looks like six- a special special stage. Yeah. Sonic 2. But it also looked 16 bit. The rest yeah. of it looked more PC animation of Sonic and didn't even have Sonic sound effects. Like even when they was collecting the rings, I was like, "What is going on? None of these the, the dash like uh, they didn't even. They, I would. I would have loved if they brought the spin dash into this. They did. They did the spin dash one time. But he didn't movie. charge up. He did charge it one time in the movie. He charged it as one n- time in the temple when he was fighting Knuckles. Oh yeah, one that's right. single time. Wasn't the exact sound effect from the game, but it. He did charge it one single. I'm saying it one single fucking time. There are so many times they could have done it, and he did it. Wow. And uh, there's just so much lazy things that they didn't even think about how Sonic has quills, but can somehow have a montage scene of him doing uh, different hairstyles to a point where it's like all poofy and like he looks like he's got a fro. And I'm like, if he has quills, he there's no way he can do that. Mm-hmm. That's the biggest issue you had. No, that was <laughs> one, one of the many issues. <laughs> yeah, that that didn't bother me. <sighs> What happened to the dog for most of the movie? The dog comes back at the he end. He just shows show up you. at the end. And just like, he's hey, not dead. Like, the dog's not dead. He's not dead. He's been left alone for five days, but he's not dead. Didn't get fed that poor fucking dog. Yeah. I and we bad. don't see the sister or that uh, her fake husband, fiance, who ends up being like, I actually did fall in love with you. Man, when she went crazy and was trying to kill me, that's actually really attractive. Yeah, to we, me. we didn't talk much about that, but that, that, we don't need to. We don't need to. We don't need to. But, he God definitely plowed her. They're getting married. He definitely like I'm undercover. I'm gonna the 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 way that the government went was like okay, we're gonna have you um, ask the sister to marry you, uh, like ask the sister to marry you, and you're gonna have this wedding in the hopes that Sonic will make an appearance. If he doesn't, sorry, you're married. Like that's pretty much. They that's didn't say true. that, but that was it. That's true. Sonic wasn't even invited to the wedding. No. Somehow they assumed that he would crash the wedding in some way, shape, or form. Wow. Yeah. I didn't even think of that. I, didn't I even just think thought of that. of that. Like the the amount of money they put into a wedding, a destination wedding, by the way. Destination wedding. And they're just like, "Yep, this is all gonna seem real." Where also the the groom was talking about trying to get um. Tom to like do yoga and stuff with him. I'm like, you're getting married, dude. Why are you working out and doing yoga? And Don't worry, she'll 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 like how you look naked. I'm sure, dude. Yeah, yeah. You probably won't like how she looks, but you she'll like. Don't worry. She she's 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 winning in this situation. One hundred percent. You're not. Well. Can I go to bed now? <laughs> <laughs> now that we just finished discussing the movie, Josh, let's get to the scores. All right, ladies and gentlemen, back at it. Let's just 
plow through this so I can go get a power nap in. <laughs> Sonic made me sleepy. I'm gonna start it off with the cheesy movie factor. Oh boy. This shit, this movie's Velveeta, baby. Uh, the, I, I'm honest, I'm gonna say this is like a six or seven out of 10, probably a six and a half out of 10 at least. Um, it, it does have a, a predictable plot, predictable uh, plot devices. All of it, we called everything that was going to happen. Everything that seemed out of everything. place led to something that we predicted. Oh, it was so winky, too. Every, like... Everything was a Jim from the office turning and looking at the camera like, that's going to lead to something in the future. <laughs> Your dog's getting excited because I was speaking in that voice. Uh, yeah, I, six and a half out of ten. Um, most of the cheesy tropes that I would remove points for because maybe they're done well, they're just not done well in this movie. I yeah. So you, I'm going to because mm, you you gave it a six, six and a half. Yeah, I'm gonna bump it up to seven, baby, because like I I agree with you. The plot. Everything that you described, like just the way that they handled things and everything like that was overly cheesy. My biggest thing on the cheesy factor, though, on this was the amount of fucking pop culture references they decided to just pump into this to the point where they even brought up the 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 lifelong arguments between the rock and Vin Diesel. Yeah. Like and it was just like, really, we're really going to just like do that and everything out of sonic's mouth was just references to movies shows and it was so so fucking cheesy so mm-hmm. i'm i'm having a seven on that yeah well um hmm, this next one is tough uh how good of a movie is this two i'm you gonna just go right out the two? gate and just i'm so angry just in reference yeah. i'm giving this a two this movie was one of those times, and sorry to jump ahead of you, Josh. No, I was gonna ask you first. Um, uh, you know, we, we even just when we got out, we were like, "Oh my god!" Um, it was just one of those movies that we've watched where it, it's exhausting, and especially if you're a fan of the series, like of the franchise, just the amount of things that you 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 would hope to see when you go to see something like this. Yeah, they and do so little to actually tie references 100%. in. 100%. And they tie bad references in. Robotnik's Mean Bean Machine game, that's a Sonic reference you're going to use. You can't use a Sonic theme for more than a ringtone. But yeah, no, exactly. They had so many opportunities to do things from the actual video game maybe even the zones and shit like that but they they didn't their biggest reference was the chili fucking dog that's it yeah like beginning and end of the and that's the a movie. that's an animated cartoon thing only that's yeah. not a game thing that's not a game thing unless not, they did it in a game after the cartoon came out i don't know i've played a lot of sonic games yeah. and not once is he reaching for a chili dog or like that's something you need to collect within the game that's <laughs> full and collectibles uh, <laughs> full animation so, yeah. yeah so two you gave it a two you gave it a two yeah uh I, i'm gonna give it uh i'm just gonna give it a three i i think the movie has a demographic and it's not us it's also not people that like sonic the hedgehog it's it's parents to bring their young kids to it's uh, sad who, who like the first movie that's all it is it's because there's not enough for it this isn't like a pixar movie that has like adult jokes in. Oh, 
I mean, it kind of, it has that shiitake. I can't stand this shiitake when he's getting off the mushroom blunt. And then, like, the lady making the reference to her fucking bush getting shaved. I was like, that's a bit much for PG. But there's not enough that are actually, like, Pixar does it well, where there's a lot of adult jokes that are hidden, and parents can appreciate that, and it's entertaining. And the kids like it because it's a kid's movie. This isn't that. This is a movie for children, and it plays just to them and it doesn't care about the source material yeah because honestly if you really think of it now that i'm i i you know discussing it and stuff it seemed like even each scene was just like where they changed things was written by a different story group yeah like and then it's just like oh let's what's your story let's try to make it all come together at the end and it it's like Josh said, it's it's for kids. They're not going to understand plot. They're not going to care about plot. They just like, oh, it's Sonic. We heard the kids in the movie theater. Oh, it's Tails. Oh, my He's God. He's the one that flies with the two tails, Dada. And his dad's like, shut up. I'm trying to watch the burn notice on my <laughs> iPad. <laughs> That's probably what most of the parents are doing in there and probably why they didn't give a shit that you were trying to watch Entourage <laughs> on my cell phone. We're loudly talking in that movie theater. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so I gave it a three. Andrew gave it a two. Now, this is going to be interesting. How comparable is this to the video game? I will go first and say it's a 10 out of 10. No, uh, for real, it's not anywhere close to that. It's probably a two and a half out of ten, uh, mainly because they have characters from the game, and that's it. They're not even done well. See, I'm glad you did score that low because I know sometimes you're like, oh, well, they had this, this, and this. Like they had like the chemical makeup. Having the characters alone is not game. enough to score points with me anymore. That's not enough. It's not. That's not enough. Yeah, it's it's just it's just not at all. It and it takes it so out of the way for yeah. me. Like and any of the references to the game are just incredibly ineffective. So it's when you make the main priority things of the game, like the music and stuff, an Easter egg. It's just what makes it not work for like gamers yeah. like Josh and I. You yeah, know? I would have given it much more points if they had done very small things, very small things. I mean, mainly. We've already touched on it many, 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 many times. The music and the sound effects. This is produced by Sega. Throw that stuff yeah. into the movie. All That's the... what makes it more sonic. And the amount of research they would have had to done to figure that out, how important music of Sonic is, is very minimal. Anyone that knows Sonic would have told them that. I'm sure one of the stoner camera guys could have said something. He probably did and they were just like, shut up, Joe. Go smoke more weed. But I'm actually giving the same score because it, again, it was I said this about the first one. I'm going to say it again about this one. I said at the beginning of this record, you could have taken this story and you could have put any different characters in it and switch some things around and you would have still had like the same movie. It really didn't matter that Sonic was in this. It it could have been anything. You could have this made this a been Mickey a, Mouse movie. This could have been a Speedy Gonzalez movie. Could have been a Speedy Gonzalez movie. Where's but, the Speedy Gonzalez movie? But honestly, like I said, they really didn't focus on Sonic's speed in this. So like he didn't even have to be a fast person. 
Knuckles was keeping up with him pretty quickly. Again, you know what? I didn't even think of it until you said something. Him and Tails are running away in a fucking car from Knuckles. Mm-hmm. Why isn't Sonic just grabbing Tails and running? Shut up. <laughs> That's what the director said. Yeah. <laughs> and someone's like, uh, sir, uh, why isn't Sonic just running? He runs faster than cars. Hey, why don't you shut your whore mouth is what the director said. <laughs> I'm... I. I was very disappointed, gamers. I I actually was a little excited for this. You know, we saw the tornado. That was the name of the plane, right? Like, yes. Which we find out to- the tornado wasn't directly built by Tails. No, um, they stole it from the. Somebody was, was holding a wedding sign. Yeah. Yeah, it was one of those planes. Uh, you can rent planes to have have signs that fly by. And this one was for the wedding. Like, congrats to these fucking dummies getting married. Tails steals it and, and for some reason, it really it, quick. Yeah, some reason that plane has machine guns on it. Um, it doesn't matter. doesn't matter. We don't need to. Nope. No, we don't need nope. to get into nope. it. But nope. I was just nope. saying, like, but I'm going to my point on, like, what made me sad. Like, the trailer showed a lot, you know, um, Sonic on the wing. I thought we were going to get more of that. Like, it felt like in the trailer, you watch it, and you're like, Holy shit, all the things from Sonic 2. They even recreated the cover for a promo poster. It was like, oh, are they really doing their homework? Are they really taking, like, really caring, being like, Sonic 2? Like, yeah, everyone loves Sonic, but Sonic 2 was the Sega game when it came out. It was the game everyone wanted to play, and I thought they were putting a lot of heart in it, but nope, they were only putting the heart into the marketing, and that was it. And it's uh, it's unfortunate. I was really disappointed in this movie. Still didn't um, get fat, uh, fat Eggman. He was referenced, but we did not. Yes, get him. they they showed him the way. It, for some reason, his assistant was looking up new costumes for him. Yeah, and you see like Jim Carrey in like a. It looks like a terrible Fancy. cosplay it's of Doctor Robotnik. Like, although fat. I did I did hear Jim Carrey said if they did a third one, he does want to do Fat Eggman. He 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 said that's like a priority for him. But he also has said that he's retiring after this movie. Like, this is his, like, swan song, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> Sorry, dude. He's so proud of the Dr. Robotnik character, too. It's like Yeah, I mean, he, he was very entertaining for the movie, him hamming it up to it was clearly an empty room. It was his Riddler. Yeah, he was doing the Riddler, pretty much. Uh, yeah, anyway, this movie has a lot of flaws. If you have small children, you'll probably end up watching it. Yeah, if the you kids like in Sonic, the movie theater probably, seem to love it. Yeah, they, 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 like, they shut up enough to watch the movie. Um, but yeah, if you actually enjoy Sonic, you're looking for a movie that's going to, you know, take things from the game, bring it to life, you're not going to get that. You just don't get it. We just don't get the things we want in life. That's just not how it works. No, it's life it's, is pain. It's unfortunate, you know. Life uh, is pain. Sonic is life. Live, laugh, love. And that's why, you know, we've been doing other things. Like I was telling Josh, you know. And also, for if you're a new listener to this podcast, you're probably like, oh, I see a lot of lately, like, different non-movie descriptions. Yes, we are called 8-Bit Movie Review, but um, it was just really starting to hurt watching a lot of these movies because they're not good. And it makes us kind of sad. And we love video games, so we we decided, well, you know what? We're going to break it up, and we're going to talk about video game stuff and also maybe describe, talk about some series that we like and everything like that. Because doing just the movies, it's unfortunate 
But a lot of these studios and directors, they don't get it right. So it gets exhausting every week being like, oh boy, we got to watch another UV Bowl movie. And Josh being like, I fucking hate you, Andrew, for making me watch this movie. That's actually what I'm texting you right now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but on that note, uh, Josh, what did we say that we're going to discuss next week? Next week, we're going to just basically discuss video game news. New topics of recent video game developments. I was going to mention something today that's related to a video game related series coming out, but I'll leave it for next week when we discuss it. Something that has really changed my opinion of how I think a HBO series that we have been long awaiting. It's uh, it's not looking good from what I heard from the main actor. Hmm. I didn't hear about this, so I'm, I'm actually going to not look. Well, I'll probably look it up beforehand, <laughs> but it'll be it'll definitely make good conversation. Yeah. Basically and- just going to talk about you know, what big things have happened in the video game industries recently. I know there was a lot of acquisitions. Uh, A lot of new games came out. We'll probably give a brief update about games that we're playing currently. Um, And yeah, that's pretty much it. Nice chill, chill one. And this is something we're going to try to do like at least once a month. Uh, I'm baffled on what I'm going to call our news type episodes so if you as a fan please reach out to us on 8-bit media review oh shit fuck okay never mind i was gonna see if the fans can come up with any ideas but fuck them dude i'm the smart one (laughs) i came up with the name of the podcast i came up with this segment yeah okay 8-bit media review I, i like that we're keeping that in so but anyway, if you do have anything you would like to say to us or, you know, uh, let us know how you felt about Sonic 2, because I am very interested to hear uh, what you, the fans, think of this movie if you've seen it, because I know a lot of fans love the first one. Uh, I'm not sure about how people felt about this one. I thought this one was worse. Um, I hated it. And yeah. I'm very interested, you know, what you guys think. So you can reach out to us at 8bitmoviereview at gmail.com. That's the number 8bitmoviereview at gmail.com. And uh, the biggest thing you can you can reach out to us on is our Facebook and Instagram. We've been getting a lot of um, feedback from people there lately, especially about our video game music episodes. So we'd love to see the comments. And thank you so much to everybody that has been leaving comments. Yeah, and when you do leave a comment about what you think about Sonic 2, I'm interested if you could reference, do you have kids? Was that the motivator for you to go see this movie? And did you like it because it was like, two hours where my kid's not bouncing off the fucking wall? Or did you like it because you thought it was a good movie? I want to know that too. Yeah, like were you watching it with them? Were you like us where we were the fucking almost 40-year-old adults going to see this without children? Or were you like every single other person in the theater that had their very young child and they were just like, shh, you can't talk throughout the whole movie. Sorry, Dad, but that's a that's a knuckles and he's got big hands and he punches stuff and that's the mask, Jim Carrey. <sighs> in that voice, you should tell people where they can also listen to the backlog of our episodes. <laughs> and if you want to listen to uh, the backlog of all of our video game um, reviews, as well as discussions and like movies and stuff and things, you can go to our our website, which is anchor.com forward slash FM. Uh, that also leads uh, you to all of our different streaming options, which is Apple Podcasts and Spotify. 
And speaking of Apple Podcasts, (laughs) oh, I can't do it. Speaking of Apple Podcasts, if you leave us a five star on Apple Podcasts, you can leave us a a message and we'll read it. Well, I'll make Andrew read it. So put a lot of words so that you can hear him go, Google. I guess I can't read today. I don't know what's going on with me. I'm usually so good at this. I have no idea what's going on right now. I have no idea what's going on right now. Well, thank you for joining us for a discussion of Sonic 2, the movie. It I- was the worst. <laughs> I'm Andrew Gonzalez. And I'm Josh Eddington. And join us next week. <laughs> <laughs>